0: Do you want to start your DIY investing journey but are intimidated by all the work involved? Passive takes care of all the tedious parts of investing. All you have to do is choose a few stocks or ETFs you want to invest in, and Passive will do the rest. Get notified when your investments need attention and place all your trades with the click of a button. You can even connect multiple accounts to Passive and manage them all in the same place. Be your family's financial superhero and get Passive. Check us out at Passive, dot vcom or click on the link in the description.
1: Hey! I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal. And this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, October 14th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
0: Jay, the U.S. border is reopening. Where are you looking forward to going right across the 49th parallel?
1: <laughs> I do. I do like Buffalo. I'm not going to lie. I like Buffalo and I like the Niagara Falls outlets on the U.S. side. So I'm gearing up. What about you?
0: Yeah. I, well, look, I've got a list of places that I never knew I wanted to go to until they were actually closed to me. And so I'm talking about Syracuse, New York, Rochester, New York. Where else in New York? Ithaca, New York, yeah, think, uh, the home of Cornell, sure. of course. You know, by the way, Jay, I don't know if you knew this, but there is actually a ferry, a hydrofoil that would shuttle people from Toronto to Syracuse. And at one point it was being marketed as a real tourist attraction, but it never really took off. And so maybe
1: now's the time to bring it back. <laughs> it didn't take off because people got to Syracuse and realized they'd rather be on the other side of the water. Okay, well,
0: Apologies to all of our Syracuse listeners.
1: Brett, what do we have for our Peak Palace today?
0: For our first story, the US-Canada land border is reopening. For our second story, Bitcoin mining is going north, west, south, and east. And for our last story, Rose Rocket is going to the moon.
1: For our first story, and this is sure welcome news for me and my family, the U.S. will open its land border to vaccinated Canadians next month. Brett, what do Peak Pals need to know about the land border crossing opening? So here's the background. The U.S.-Canada land border
0: has been effectively closed since March, at least on the U.S. side. In August, the Canadian side started to let in American visitors, but there was no reciprocity there. And what's odd about the whole thing is that while Americans have been very protective about the land border, They've been very flexible about travelers via air who have been able to go to the U.S. since last October.
1: Brett, just to clarify, it's been since March 2020 since the border's been closed. But one question that still hasn't been resolved and is on a lot of minds of a lot of Canadians that want to enter the U.S. is will the U.S. allow Canadians with mixed doses of vaccines to enter currently? There's, this isn't the case, but you got to think that'll change, Brett. But why should Peak Pals care about the land border crossing opening aside from inexpensive Nike shoes at the outlet in Niagara Falls?
0: Well, other than being able to drive to see the Buffalo Bills play, Canada has a whole economy built on cross-border traffic, and the land border reopening should be a huge boost to these businesses. I'm talking about Margaritaville in Niagara Falls, Ontario. I'm talking about the Mario Kart theme park just across the border in the falls. There's just tons of stuff that depends on travelers. So it's great to see it opening up again.
1: It really is great to see
0: For our second story, congratulations, folks. The U.S. is now the world's largest Bitcoin miner. Jay, what's going on with Bitcoin mining
1: in the U.S.? It's a bit about what's happening in the U.S. and a bit about what's happening in China. Brett, so up till now, China has had the world's largest Bitcoin mining capacity, accounting around 70% of the world's Bitcoin. But the Chinese haven't been too pleased with this accomplishment. And as part of their crackdown on cryptocurrencies, and because they're launching their own digital yuan, they forced a lot of the miners to seek refuge elsewhere And where that elsewhere is, is the U.S. and even Alberta.
0: Now, you might be wondering why the U.S. and Alberta. Well, much of these places have fairly cheap electricity prices, and many of them rely on renewable energy. So for electricity-hungry mining operations, this makes a lot of business sense. So, Jay, why should Peak Pals care about the U.S. becoming the world's biggest Bitcoin miner?
1: Well, the Bitcoin mining industry is estimated to be worth billions of dollars. So these new mining operations could breathe new life into towns that aren't traditionally tech hubs, but have less expensive electricity. So welcome to the U.S. Welcome to Alberta. We welcome Bitcoin mining with open arms, sort of. For our last story, Toronto-based Rose Rocket raised $25 million U.S. Brett, what do Pink pals need to know about Rose Rocket? Unless
0: you're listening to this in your tractor trailer, which will be followed by an entire Luke Bryan album, you probably haven't heard of Rose Rocket. Basically, they build transportation management software, which helps drivers and their corporate customers better communicate. The round includes some big name investors like Ripple Ventures, Scale Up Ventures, and of course, the infamous Y Combinator. But Jay, why should Peak Pals care about this random transportation management software company?
1: Well, Mark Andreessen infamously said that software was eating the world. And that continues to be the case as industries as far into tech as trucking begin to make the leap into the 21st century. And this time, it's Rose Rocket that's been kissed by a rose, Brett.
0: PayPal's hey, pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country.
1: If you've got a second why not follow this podcast on your app of choice, leave us a review, share it with friends. And if you want more Peak,
0: make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media
1: Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, when you get to Buffalo, I would do anything if you brought me back a beef on WEC. Look it up. Have a good day.